0: Welcome to the Direct Snap Dads Podcast, where we cover the best in football. And now your hosts, Tyson and Luke Randall. Hey everybody, welcome to the Direct Snap Dads Podcast. This is Luke Randall with none other than my epic brother, Tyson Randall. Tyson, how you doing?
1: Hey, I'm doing great, folks. It's good to have you back.
0: It's back in, man. School's back in. We are no longer in the summer. Can you believe that? Well, maybe you're still in school. You've been doing school.
1: Yeah, I've been doing school, but uh, I finished up a couple last week, so got a couple weeks off to do a podcast.
0: <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, dude, you've been, you've been, you've been uh, <laughs> nonstop, man, for sure. I
1: know. I been... can't
0: even believe how much you're trying to get done all at once, but major That's... respect.
1: Thanks. Yeah, it's been a busy, busy year,
0: but (laughs) for sure. Hey, listeners, we're glad you're back with us. Guess what? Football time is almost upon us. I believe we are about two weeks out from regular season action since preseason is no indication of how the real thing will go. But (laughs) (laughs) we are around the corner. We're excited. We got a great show for you today. Tyson, you want to tell the listeners a little bit what we're going to do today to welcome the show back in for twenty nineteen?
1: I do, yeah. We're going to talk today about our predictions. So Luke and I actually went on a trip to San Diego in oh, May, yeah. <laughs> and we uh, wrote down our predictions all the way back then for the season. So,
0: <laughs> and I've so, changed mine since then because I feel like I had no clue back then, and I'm still clueless. But I was even more clueless back in May of this year.
1: Yeah, and I haven't looked at mine since, so I'm hoping they hold up to kind of what I'm thinking. <laughs> going to happen now so so yeah we
0: lost mine so that's why i had to redo them (laughs)
1: yeah (laughs) so yeah we're going to go through our our predictions for the season on how each team is going to do and then we're going to go through our uh, week one picks so we're going to kind of preview each game that's going to happen in week one uh starting in september and then we're going to talk a little bit about some of the teams we're most excited to see this year and then we'll get to our traditional games that we always play at the end of the the podcast. So, Definitely. good stuff coming up.
0: All right. So, now we're not even doing an appetizer. We're going to jump right into the meat and potatoes of this, of this uh, podcast. Let's talk about season predictions. And, uh, Tyson, do you want to kick us off with your predictions for the AFC East?
1: Yep. We'll start all the way in the way back east with the... The one-team division. (laughs) The
0: one-team division. Yeah, there's not even three other teams in this division.
1: Yep. Uh, Did you know
0: that the—I was playing NFL Blitz 2000 today, and I did a season on there. And did you know that the Colts used to be in their division? I guess the divisions uh used to be different back then. And I didn't know that the Colts were in that division back then.
1: Yeah, that uh, was—I don't remember when they switched, but there used to be three divisions in each conference— and they each had five teams.
0: There's a lot of so. weird things in that game. Did you know Steve Atwater is on the Jets in that game? There's really? Like this, he played for the Jets for one year. And it's funny because there's there's some really funny roster things on there. I, some guy, his last name's Batch or something, playing quarterback for the Lions. And, like, there's, there's some random quarterbacks on that game.
1: Yeah. I didn't Char- realize
0: 99 was kind of a weird year for quarterbacks.
1: Yeah, I actually know that guy, Charlie Batch. Well, I don't know him personally, but I know who you're talking about.
0: <laughs> Isn't that crazy? I was just... Yeah. Anyways, we'll talk NFL Blitz later, but I, I that was a little tangent. However, said, let's get started on the AFC East. What do you uh, got? Right. Right?
1: Yeah, so the one-team division, the Patriots are going to win the division. <laughs> <laughs>
0: surprise, That's my
1: surprise. Today. Surprise, surprise, yeah. So I've actually got the Patriots going at 13-3. and three. Uh, Just looking through their schedule, they're there's no way they're not gonna dominate again. They you know, they're kind of the top team. Everyone's picking them to win the Super Bowl again. They they haven't changed much. Um, you know, Tom Brady's still Tom Brady, so they're yeah. they're gonna they're gonna do well. So I've got the Patriots at thirteen and three, and I actually had the Jets at six and ten coming in second. Um <laughs> That's
0: thinking, a big big gap. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, you know, there's there's not much I can say about these last three times. <laughs> okay. Uh, but uh, yeah, the Jets, six and 10, the Bills, five and 11. And I'd actually probably switch those now just because the Bills are looking better in their preseason and their training camps and hey, stuff. Now's
0: good time to switch things. If you want to officially switch, now's the time to make note of it. <laughs>
1: yeah. I think I'm going to stick with what I had said way back in May just because if I'm right, it's going to be like, oh, yeah, I knew way back. I knew way back (laughs) when.
0: (laughs) I wish I still had that. I have no idea where my predictions went, but I looked all over my notes and my texts and I didn't see it. So I just redid it today um, while I was playing NFL blitz. Nice. (laughs) Okay. My predictions, I've got the Patriots in first at 12 and four. So I was just one game slightly less optimistic about their uh, outcome. I feel like there'll be maybe one more surprise loss in there, like the Titans last year or something like that, that they won. But um, and it seems like the Patriots always get caught off guard for one or two games every year, but, um, they're not important games usually. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. I also agreed with you. I had the jets coming in second. Um, I was more optimistic about their record as well. I have them at nine and seven. Woo. Um, the only reason is cause I, I wonder if Levy and bell will bring a, a little bit more of an, a winning attitude. That's a coin flip. He could either hurt them or help them I'm going to be optimistic and think he'll help them sometimes sometimes when teams get new uniforms they tend to be a little better um I don't know if that's the case here or not um but I also am uh, being optimistic about Donald getting or excuse me Darnold
1: Darnold yeah
0: Darnold my goodness I always get Aaron I always get Donald and Darnold mixed up but they're very different people I think um I think Darnold's gonna hopefully be better this year than he was, but you never know. He might actually be worse. We'll, but anyways, long story short, I've got the Dolphins in third. Um, there, I was optimistic. There, you're gonna laugh at this one too, but I got them at eight and eight. Ooh. I feel like they're they're the perennial eight and eight team. Um, I think they're gonna have some stuff break their way, but not enough to actually be a contender. The Bills, I have in fourth at six and ten. So I did not. I, I was not. I didn't check this mathematically to see if this was right. I didn't know how you did that in the airport back in May. So I, while we were filming oh, yeah. this out with our flight, but um, I just went with it's, what I thought. And if it's wrong, it's wrong. Hopefully, I'll be right on at least one of these thirty-two teams. Yeah, <laughs>
1: it's all good. The maths. Who cares? <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. So, okay. I, I actually well. had the. Oh yeah, go oh, ahead. Sir. I,
1: I actually had the Dolphins. I, I didn't say mine. So this is...
0: Oh, you didn't say... I I cut you off. Look at me.
1: Oh, no, you're fine. So the the dolphins, I actually picked them to be 2 and 14.
0: (laughs) Oh, no way. Really?
1: (laughs) So, yeah. And if you remember back at the airport, you said you would buy me dinner if they were actually that bad.
0: Yeah, I will. I will buy you dinner if they are 2 and 14 at the end of this year. I just can't see it.
1: The reason I think that is they you know, they offloaded all their talent. They have a brand new coach. They're gathering draft capital right now. I think that they're going to just test out the young guys all year. You know, they're not going to really like they'll play, they'll play the games, but they just have so many young guys and they want, you know, those early draft picks too. I think they're just going to Tank a little bit, like maybe not this bad. They might be. i tell four. you
0: what, I'll tell you what your team's got going for you. The Dolphins' strong points are their uniforms are one of the best <laughs> in the NFL. They have a great stadium, they have one of the most epic quarterbacks of all time in their history. But one of their weakest points is their front office and their management. They are yeah. one of the worst managed yeah. teams in the NFL. I don't know what their front office is doing.
1: Yeah, and that's that's why this I think they're going to be bad this year is because they're trying to change that. And it's yeah. kind of the strategy is you got to take a hit so that you can get ahead next season. Yeah. So I don't think they're going to do very well this year, but I'll still, <laughs> I'll still be excited to see him play.
0: <laughs> Definitely. Well, I guess that does it for the AFC East. Let's go to the AFC North. I believe we got the, uh, you know, the Ravens, Browns, Bengals, Steelers, all those teams. Um, do you want me to go first on this one or do you want to go first? How about you go first this time? All right. This time I'll go first. So, I've got the Steelers winning the division again. I, a lot of people are doubting the Steelers right now, but I just think that they're that team with Roethlisberger and Tomlin. Uh, they always find a way to be good. So I have them at 11-5 and five winning the division. I think they'll be slightly better than last year. Um, they dropped some games that they shouldn't have dropped last year, but they'll, they may even be healthier without AB in that office. We'll see. Um, Okay, and then this gets weird. I got the Browns in second. Again, optimistic, but I've got them at nine and seven. I don't think I think the Browns will be better than last year, but still not quite playoff contenders. So I um the they'll most, be on the fringe. They'll be on the, the most, fringe,
1: Yeah, they will. They're they're the most overhyped team.
0: Yeah, they are. They're talented. They have talent on their team, but I mean there is so many factors like injury and stuff that could cripple them. Mayfield's only in his second year. A lot of quarterbacks will have great first years and terrible second years and you know it's I'm not saying that will happen, but it's always it's too early to tell exactly what kind of guy Mayfield is. He needs to go through more crucible before <laughs> we figure out what kind of person he is. Third place, I've got the Ravens. Um, I actually have the Ravens tied with the Browns at nine and seven. I feel like they're, they're going to be pretty neck and neck this year, and I could be wrong, but that's kind of my feeling about it. Lamar Jackson, I, he's young too, you know, and, and yeah. they have two young quarterbacks. But I think that the Browns it, how do they determine that? Is it like division wins or something, if someone's tied, who takes second place? or
1: So it's number of wins. If they have the same amount of wins, they go division or, or head- yeah. to-head.
0: Oh, head to head. Head to
1: head, and then division record, and then conference record, and then league record, or something like that. So that's a
0: coin flip. But for some reason, I think the Browns, even if they're tied with them, will have beaten the Ravens both times. I don't know why I think that. That's not, you know, again, that's a coin flip. But then I got the Bengals at six and 10. Um, and that's give or take, they could be five and 11 or four and 12 this year. I don't even know. I was being, I was being kind of generous to most teams. I don't have a single team under four and 12 this year. So I was, I was a little bit <laughs> generous, but anyways, what's your take on this division?
1: <laughs> I think I've got two teams under four and 12, but we'll get to the other one. I was thinking, but so for the AFC North, um, it's funny cause I have the Steelers winning at 11 and five as well if i think back i don't remember why i said that like i you know big ben's still going to play ab you know they i think that he will miss them more than they will miss him oh i agree once, i think it's a terrible in, mistake yeah once he's playing in oakland and i don't know oakland's not <laughs> not really where anyone wants to go
0: <laughs> yeah so um, although i think you know i gotta i will defend i i will defend something about oakland i think that they're first of all i think the raiders have the coolest uniforms in the nfl i i think that, i
1: agree.
0: <laughs> i think they're first and i think the dolphins and chargers are close seconds i really like their uniforms but um and i don't know have we ever done a uniform episode before maybe we'll have to do that we
1: need to do that
0: yeah yeah um but anyways i i've got you know i think the raiders have the most classic intimidating cool looking uniforms but and then the al davis days were really cool too the madden days and those classic Mm 70s days but boy throughout the 2000s after super bowl 37 when they lost to the bucks they just fell off a cliff and haven't been able to climb back up really yeah um the tuck
1: roll game. It was the tuck yeah, roll game. That, that was them. the
0: switch. But I kind of miss the days of the Raiders being a legit contender. I, I think those were cool days when you had the Raiders and Steelers, kind of the bullies of the AFC, and they were two dark teams that would go up against each other. I mean, you yeah. got to have a couple villains in the NFL. But anyways, no, I, I agree. They're not going to be great this year. Um, But yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I see the Raiders kind of. I so looking at like what people say now about the Raiders because they've been bad for so long long enough now that everyone's like oh yeah the Raiders but like when when we were younger the Raiders were like the bad boys you know Mm -hmm. like they were always kind of there they were a good team a good franchise so I kind of I kind of still see them like that I do even though they've made a ton of mistakes over the years and they just haven't been good it's yeah I still kind of view them as a as a classic team and as, a and I think
0: <laughs> Al, Al Davis's prime was the seventies. I think the seventies and, and early eighties were kind of his, his heydays where he was acquiring the right players and managing them well. Um, you know, he had Madden in at coach and stuff. Those, those were good days, but I mean, after the Bo Jackson and Marcus Allen days and stuff like that, that's when it started to kind of head downhill. They had a couple flickers, but anyways, we could go yeah. on about the Raiders all day, but <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So what, let's hear about the rest of this division.
1: Okay. So I had the Browns at nine and seven, two coming okay. in second. I think that the Browns have a chance to make the playoffs. Uh-huh. Um, I I really like Baker Mayfield. I wish the Dolphins would have drafted him because he's I, he's got the attitude, you know, like yeah. that. And Cleveland needs it more than anyone. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm glad they have him. But anyway, the, this team, the Browns team, is. Way overhyped, in my opinion. That just because they got a ton of talent, they haven't won a single game yet. They haven't even played a single game yet. Let's see them play a few games before we can say, yeah, they're they're going to be a super team this year or whatever people are saying. Um, So I've I've got the Browns at nine and seven, Ravens eight and eight. They always do okay. And then I was less optimistic on the Bengals. I had them at four and (laughs) twelve.
0: Yeah, I like I said, I could see them being that way as well. They're perennially bad
1: <laughs> yeah well even so even more so now i think aj green's still injured i don't know if he'll be back for week one
0: yeah that's gonna hurt so, him
1: he's their only good player
0: <laughs> i think i think last year without aj green you'll have to check me on this but i think they were after he went out they were like oh and five or zero and six when he was out yeah um, And then they were, they were like four and one when he was in or something. it was, it was some number like that, but um, he's a
1: difference maker. He's a big difference maker for them.
0: Yeah. Hey, let's hit the AFC South. Go ahead and give us what you got for that.
1: All right. So I've got the Colts winning this division and I could even see the Colts making it deep into the playoffs this year too, because they've improved. They were good last year and I think they've just improved, you know, this off season. So I've got them winning the division at 12 and four. I've got the Texans at ten and six. I think they'll be another playoff team. Uh you know. Uh they're they've been in the playoffs the last few years. They're always they've been pretty good the past several years. Titans seven and nine. They're another perennial middle of the road team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> eight and eight, seven and nine. Yeah. Nine and seven, you know, in there. Yeah. And then I had I had the Jaguars at four and twelve but that was before they got Nick Foles so i don't know I, i'm not going to change it but
0: that was where could, i they could do yeah, better i had an advantage there because there's been some acquisitions some trades and some injuries that have happened too that that have changed my my outcome so I, like i said it's free game if you want to change these but you can keep your glory ride if you want <laughs> no i'll just keep it i'll keep the I've glory i've i've also there you go <laughs> I've also got the Colts winning this division. I've also had them at 12 and four. Um, I've also got the Texans at 10 and six coming in second where I differ a little bit is the Titans. I had them at nine and seven, but I also think that they're one of those 500 teams like the dolphins that they'll win a game and they'll win a great game. They'll beat a great team and then they'll lose a terrible game (laughs) the next week, you know, and they're another one of those. The Titans and dolphins to me are pretty similar in that way lately um, except the dolphins have a much richer history, but um then I got the Jaguars in last, but I have them at seven and nine. I do think that Foles will be an acquisition that could bump them up a few wins. Um Foles is now that veteran that you can trust with an offense, and if he can adjust well with them, they'll be all right this year, but not certainly not contenders. I yeah. I will be wrong if if they are, I'd be surprised. So that that's my take on the AFC South and I'm going to go ahead and give you my AFC West as well. Um, we're going to wrap right. up the AFC here. A um, little bit surprising. Uh, I just, I just have a feeling about this one. I have the Chargers in first at 11 and five. Ooh. I have the, <laughs> I have the Chiefs in second and a possible wild card team at 10 and six. I think the Tyreek Hill situation could hurt them, and I don't know if Mahomes. I'll be surprised if Mahomes can be as hot two years in a row as he was last year. He'll he'll be a legend if he is.
1: That's um, a bold take.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's my bold take. I think the Chargers will be better than the Chiefs this year by one game. But I also think I also would not count the Chiefs out of beating the Chargers in the playoffs. I, I think some <laughs> of the Chargers' losses will come to the Chiefs uh, um, because they'll be great competitors. However, um, the Chargers seem pretty loaded this year. We'll see how that ends up being. The Raiders I have in third at seven and nine. I don't think that they'll be incredibly good, but I think Gruden will be getting a little bit of traction with them. I don't even know if they'll ever be above 500 with Gruden. I'll be surprised if they do, but this year, certainly not, but closer than last year. And then I have the Broncos in last at four and 12. (laughs) I just don't think the Broncos are going to be very good this year. They've made some Weird decisions. Who do they have at quarterback now? I'm trying to remember. Joe Flacco. Yeah, Flacco now at the end of in the twilight of his career. We'll we'll see <laughs> and if they're Mr. paying him is, you know yeah. <laughs> making then, the right personnel decisions.
1: Right, and they're paying him as much as the Peyton Manning. Like Joe yeah. Flacco, Peyton Manning. That doesn't make sense to me. That's but, way
0: too much, man. All right, give us your AFC West take, Tyson. Okay,
1: this is actually one of the divisions I'm most excited about. Um, I've got the chiefs winning at 14 and two. Wow. <laughs> that's that's my highest. That's the most wins I'm giving anybody is 14 and to the chiefs. I think they're going to be just as hot as they were last year. I think they're going to be even hotter because they're upset, you know, that <laughs> they made it so far, did yeah. so well in that championship game and came up short. I think they're, they're going to take it to the Patriots this year.
0: They gotta fix up that defense.
1: <laughs> yeah. We'll we'll see. I could see the Chiefs and Patriots in the championship again. Yeah. Um got the Chargers at eleven and five in second. No,
0: that's what I had them at. <laughs> okay. Except yeah. I had him at first at eleven and five.
1: <laughs> yeah. Phillip Rivers, you know, he's he's still gonna do well this year. The only thing I'm this was before the Melvin Gordon situation. That's the only thing I'm concerned about for the Chargers. Is are they going to have as much of a running game if Melvin Gordon doesn't come back? Hopefully, mm-hmm. he does. Uh, I, you know, if Melvin Gordon comes back to this team, I'm I'm going to say they're a playoff team. Yeah. So, got the Raiders. So I had to go out on a limb. I had to throw in some funny funny business. Uh, had to have a couple ties. <laughs> so I have the Raiders <laughs> third, in third at five ten and one. Okay. <laughs> And the team that I had them tying with is the Broncos, who I have at 3-12-1.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so. All right.
1: Um, And and here's the thing about the Broncos. Well, and I, I'm going to say this, and you would not want me to say this, but this one's for Pat. Their defense is amazing. Their offense, not so amazing, especially without Emmanuel Sanders. He got hurt, I think. He's like their their shiny spot on that offense and he's not he's probably not gonna be around for the first couple of weeks, so
0: Oh gotcha.
1: Without him, I don't think they're gonna you know, Von Miller can't win the game all by himself. Well maybe he could, but I'm not gonna <laughs> give it to him. <time.
0: laughs> yeah, that's a tall order to ask Von Miller, but man, he's been in the he's been in the NFL's top ten players for like the last four or five out of six years. He's he's always there.
1: And Bernie Kosar has definitely the best you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so it's time for our NFC predictions for the 2019 season. Um, let's see. I think, Tyson, it's your turn to kick this one off for us.
1: Okay, we'll start out with the NFC East. Um, Super Bowl contender I have. Uh, winning the division, the Eagles, 12-4. Um, I think they're going to be right up there with the Saints and Rams this year. You know, they're they're one of those teams that's going to do real well. Yeah. Um, Carson Wentz is a bit of a question mark just because he hasn't been able to stay healthy. But I think if he does stay healthy, they're de- they're going to they they're only a year removed from the Super Bowl. Like they still have most of that team, so they're they're going to be up there. Yeah. So I've got the Eagles winning at twelve and four. I've got the Cowboys coming at ten and six, and the Redskins at five and eleven, and then the Giants at four and twelve.
0: <laughs> oh wow! Okay, so
1: <laughs> I don't think the Giant the Giants are not going to be good. They they've got so many uh, front office problems. <laughs> And they're, they're, they're in the middle of a QB controversy as well. Daniel Jones or Eli Manning, who are they going to play? you know? Like,
0: right?: Because Daniel Jones came out on fire in the preseason. he was doing really well, and then the crowd was, the crowd was booing when they took him out. Yeah <laughs> They were like, you better keep so I think they will have a crisis and a controversy. Um, but I don't think quite to the extent that you're thinking, I'm a little bit different in that sense. I have the Eagles winning the division at 12 and four. So I was exactly with you on that. I have the Cowboys in second at 10 and six. What did you have them at? 10 and six. 10 and <laughs> six. Yeah. So I've got, I've got the exact top end as you, but my bottom end's different. Um, I think the giants are actually going to be eight and eight this year. I think that huh. Daniel Jones, I, here's what I think. I think they're going to try to put Eli in. Eli He's not going to do well. They're going to lose three or four games. They'll put Jones in and they'll win three or four, and then they'll just win, lose, win, lose, win, lose. They're just going to be one of those. They're they're going to be a team that um, they can't they can't quite bounce back to the extent. But I think they'll be about five hundred by the end of this year. And we'll have to pull we'll have to pull recordings when, at the end of the year. I'll have to take our voices of what we say. Like let's say the Giants are one and fifteen. Then we'll take me saying. And the Giants are going to be one of those five hundred teams. <laughs> I'm going to Take all our awful predictions and make a little real at the end of the year. That'll be uh, funny. Okay, and then I've got the Redskins in last at four and twelve. I don't think the Redskins are going to be good this year. Um, they have had some tough luck ever since nineteen ninety two when they won <laughs> the Super Bowl. Uh, they just cannot get back on track. They're you know Alex Smith didn't work out for them. I don't even know who's playing quarterback. Is it, who's the rookie? Hey.
1: They d- drafted Dwayne Haskins.
0: Dwayne Haskins, yeah. So we'll have to see what happens. I don't think they're going to be good enough all around the horn, though. So I got yeah. the Redskins in last at 4-12. I um, think he'll
1: do well. I, I, I'm excited about Dwayne Haskins. Um, I think he's, he's a good quarterback, and he was kind of one of those guys that got... He should have been a top 10, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think he went at 15 he should have gone before 15, like the Bengals or Dolphins. or Somebody should have picked him up before then. Yeah. yeah but I think he's going to do real
0: well. Awesome, man. Well, I'll take you through the NFC North. Um, it's, it's time. <laughs> <laughs> this is a weird division this year. I, I don't know what to make a lot of these teams. I, uh, I just don't know what's going to happen with this. I know the Lions will be in last. I have... <laughs> I have the Bears winning the division, but it's a toss-up. I have the Bears at 11-5. and 5. I feel like if they stay hot like last year and Trubisky does okay, they'll be a playoff contender. I don't know about Super Bowl contender, but they'll be, they'll be in the playoffs or wild card. Um, yeah. Then I have the Packers at 10-6, and 6, which now I'm feeling like that's optimistic for them. I, <laughs> I don't know if Rodgers can just be their savior every time and just get them to the wild card, but I also had the Vikings at 10 and six too. So I don't know. I don't know what to make of this division. I, I feel like that's overly optimistic for both those teams, but I also am leaving it open for one of them to surprise, to surprise us. But then I have the lions at five and 11. So I'm curious, <laughs> I'm curious what you're going to bring to the table as far as predictions here, because this was the hardest division for me to try to predict for some okay. reason.
1: Yeah. I was actually really brutal <laughs> to this division, <laughs> so I was not as optimistic. so i I kind of went AFC East on this division. So I've got the Bears winning the division at eleven and five. I, I agree with you. They're one of those teams. They're gonna win the division. They're gonna make the playoffs. They're gonna do well in the playoffs, but they might you know, I don't know if they'll be Super Bowl contenders. Yeah. Um, but they're definitely in the mix for it. And then after that, I've got the Packers at 7 and 9.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. So, Seriously, you, I had the Packers somewhere between 10 and 6 and 5 and 11 this year. Yeah. I, I don't know. They're, they're totally a wild one.
1: They're, they are hard to predict. Because on the one hand, you've got Aaron Rodgers. On the other hand, you've got nothing else.
0: Yeah, you've <laughs> so, got nothing else. So, I mean, yeah, it's crazy.
1: Yeah. And then I actually have the Lions in third. Okay. At 6 and 10. Yeah. And then the Vikings in fourth at six and 10. Okay. Meaning, so their record's the same, but they'll actually, I, I feel like the Lions will probably beat them in the head to head and the division and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I think that, you know, the Lions had their first year under Matt Patricia last year. Um, I think they're going to do a little bit better under him this year, or at least be a little more you know, not as atrocious as they were last year. Even though they did beat the Patriots. That was that was a hopeful moment for them, but (laughs) they they didn't do much else. Didn't do much else with it. And and I kind of gave the Vikings last kind of in spite of of their decision to sign Kirk Cousins to that much money and then blowing it last season. Like they were supposed to be the Super Bowl contender last year. Mm -hmm. But they they tanked, they dropped the ball and yeah. so I'm I'm putting them in last so that they can prove me wrong. <laughs> and show me that they're still that team that almost made it to the Super Bowl a couple yeah. of years ago. So we'll see what happens. Let's
0: see what happens.
1: Yeah. So we'll move on to the NFC South now. Uh I'll go first. So I I I did the same thing to this division it looks like. So I've got the Saints winning at 13 and 3. That's a a given. Not the record, but the Saints winning. You know, no one's gonna. I-, I will be very surprised if someone beats out the Saints for this division because they've got,
0: yeah,
1: the same team, pretty much the same team. Plus, they're mad. <laughs>
0: about they're Leicester. mad. They they absolutely got. They got robbed last year. Yeah.
1: Everyone knows they got robbed of a Super yeah. Bowl appearance.
0: So, absolutely.
1: Yeah. Saints thirteen three you got the Panthers at eight and eight they're the they're the uh hallmark eight and eight team, I feel like <laughs> <laughs> like oh, we yeah. talk about the dolphins and Titans being eight and eight perennial eight and eight teams the The Panthers, in my opinion, are the hallmark eight and eight team they're they're bad one year, they're good the next, but they're always like right in the middle there
0: right <laughs>
1: so. Uh, Bucks, I've got them at six and ten, coming in at third, and then I've got the Falcons at five and eleven. That was a little disingenuous to them, just because they you know they didn't have as good of a year last year. They had a ton of injuries that kind of made them not as good. Uh, but they still got the they've still got all the pieces, you know, Matt Ryan and Julio Jones. Mm. So I, I was a little uh disingenuous to them get putting them in last, but we'll see what happens. They can prove yeah. me wrong.
0: <laughs> yeah, they I mean they go either way. There's a lot of this is also an unpredictable division, not quite as much as the North in my opinion. But I've got the Saints winning it at 13 and 3. They they are my they are my best team in the league this year is my prediction. However, with a disclaimer that I think they're due for some serious injuries too. I feel like they have not had a year where injury has plagued them for a long time. We haven't seen breeze really go down. We haven't seen Camara go down for too long. We haven't seen Michael Thomas go down for too long. If they have the right injuries happen to them, they will not be 13 and three this year. Um, But I I don't know. They, they have a good, a good chance. And I'd say better than not to be 13 and three. Um, But there's some precarious things in this league. And also one of my most wild predictions of this year is the Panthers I, I think that they were built to be a Super Bowl contender last year, but they, um, Newton's shoulder went out. Um, who was their uh, tight end that was really good that had a, he broke his foot a couple times in the oh, year? Wow. It Was, was uh, it Olsen? Olsen, yeah. They had Olsen, but, um, I mean, Christian McCaffrey s- stepped up. They had some good players last year, and they also had uh, F.A. Obata was a monster. Thomas Davis did really well. Um, they, they have pieces and if they're coached, right. And, and if everything goes right, this is my wild prediction, but I have them at 12 and four. I okay. think that the Panthers were supposed to be 12 and four last year. They fell off the wagon after they got to like eight wins and then they or seven wins. And then they lost nine I mean, of the next 10
1: in the row. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. They had an awful breakdown. So I, I'm going to be optimistic and say they don't have a breakdown this year and get the record that they should have had last year. Um, okay. even that's without fair. Olson. Um, that's my, that's my argument for them, but I have the Falcons in third at six and 10 and the bucks in last at five and 11. I think those two are interchangeable cause they're so bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I just don't see, especially, I mean, there's coaching changes, player changes going on both those organizations, and they can't seem to get any traction. Especially the Falcons since 2016, that was their year, and yeah. they blew that fourth quarter, and it's it's been all downhill from there. They haven't they haven't been able to recuperate from that <laughs> devastating loss. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that's my prediction for the NFC South. One bold one. Um, but then the rest is pretty predictable. <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I like I like your Panthers pick. I, I could totally see that happening. Uh the one one person I trust on their team, well, overall is Ron Rivera, their coach. I think he's a mm-hmm. great coach. He's a good coach I think yeah. that uh, you know, a lot of the stuff that has happened to the Panthers the past couple of years isn't his fault. It's injuries and you know, stuff that's you know, major breakdowns by players.
0: Oh, I uh, forgot they have Eric Reed at safety now, which which helped them out last year because they were pretty weak in the secondary until he came along. But um, oh, yeah. and despite despite Eric Reed's off the field antics and you know all that kneeling for the anthem stuff, he is a good player, um, and he did help their defense out once he got there. But if yeah. Newton's not healthy, they won't do it. But assuming that Newton is healthy this year, they could be twelve and four. I feel yeah.
1: like I think. Newton for sure is an X factor but also he's, Luke yeah. Luke Keekley he's a big factor too. He's an X factor. If he's if he's not playing well their defense won't be as strong I don't feel like.
0: Yeah, they need Keekley to step up um they, but they also have Thomas Davis and then like I said FA Obata really stood up at the very end of the year started getting uh penetration started getting sacks and stuff. He became kind of a monster at the end. So we'll see if he continues to step up. He has quite an amazing story but um all right, I'm going to take us through the final division, the NFC West. Um, boy, the NFC is less predictable for me than the AFC. I, I have a hard time with where this division's going to go. However, I am sure that the Rams are going to win this division. I, would, okay. I, do not, I don't think they'll be as good as last year. Um, I would be surprised if they were Super Bowl contenders again. I'll gain a lot more respect for McVay, but they will be in the playoffs. I have them at 10-6. and six. Winning the division—it's not going to be a very good division.
1: Uh-huh. Um,
0: I've got the I've got the Niners optimistically at nine and seven, assuming that Jimmy G doesn't go down in week three. And but they're down at nine and seven. I believe, if I remember right, I may have had them at ten and six back in May, but I can't remember for sure. But um, they're little Bosa boys at uh, Nick Bosa. Uh,
1: yeah, Nick Bosa.
0: Nick this Bosa's injured already um and so that's not looking good for their defense he won't be in till week two or three and I I am doubtful about those Bosa brothers they're monsters when they're healthy but they just don't stay healthy very long um so I'm worried that Nick Bosa is not going to add what they need uh their secondary will be better this year but not good enough so I have them at nine and seven um Seahawks eight and eight however they could be better than the Niners that's a toss-up I I could see the Seahawks anywhere between 10 and 6 and 6 and 10 <laughs> by the end of the year. They're they're kind of a wild one, but I don't think Bruce Arians is going to rescue the Cardinals. I still have the Cardinals at 4 and 12. I feel like they have some personnel problems they've got to overcome. Um, yeah. Fitzgerald's getting old. He's not going to save them. They, they're still figuring out quarterback. They had a disaster with, uh, was it Rosen, Rosen last yeah. year? That's a disaster, and now they've got uh, what's-his-bucket out of college? Um,
1: Kyler Murray.
0: Kyler Murray, and I'm sure he'll be good, but that's just so much to ask. Having two new quarterbacks, that's so much change and trying to shape yeah. stuff. So I think the Cardinals will be one of the worst teams in the league two years in a row. Okay.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with, the, with that. So this was kind of my bold take, I guess, kind of like your, <clears throat> your Panthers take. I have the Seahawks winning the division.
0: I could see that too. That's not far off they're They're always a contender,
1: yeah, I guess it's not that bold <laughs> <But> <laughs> well, that's, that's, yeah. yeah, I've got them well it, it's bold in the sense that the Rams are still a powerhouse mm-hmm. um, but I've got the Seahawks winning the division at eleven and five. I think that uh, they've got all the pieces. you know they're still they they had a little blow up kind of like the Falcons, but I think they've recovered well. They've still, like, Russell Wilson's an X-factor. He's, you you can't go wrong with him. He's he's so good that, you know, he's going to carry that offense. And then Mm -hmm. they've still got, you know, Bobby Wagner and, you know, all those defensive players who are, you know, even though they've lost a lot of people, Earl Thomas and Richard Sherman and all them, they've still got a a good defense. Mm -hmm. Um, So I've got them winning. I've got the Rams at 10 and 6. Coming in second, I think they'll still make the playoffs. Uh, and then I got the Forty ers at seven and nine. Yeah, they I were a hard yeah they were a hard one because I want to be optimistic about them. I want to see Jimmy G succeed. Yeah, I want to see George Kittle continue to play real well. Um, you know, I think he might have he he had a record year last year, but
0: yeah, they've got some I, great pieces. I just I feel like they can never. Quite as a team, make it happen. they have a weakness, and they they always get exploited, <laughs> yeah,
1: and that's why I've got them at seven and nine because I want to be optimistic about them, but I feel like they'll be better than last year, but not quite over the hump to where they're a playoff team. I agree um, and then I've got the Cardinals at four and twelve, but <laughs> that's what them. I had them at. <laughs> I could see them at one and fifteen, two and fourteen, probably no more than four and twelve. <laughs>
0: Oh, I'm mixed up. I'm mixed up. Bruce Arians is uh, coaching the Bucks. I'm going to have to edit that out. I, uh, oh, I said Bruce Arians won't. I said Bruce Arians won't save the Cardinals, but he's not coaching them anymore. I got to cut that out. That's embarrassing. Oh, that's fine. Our oh, listeners yeah. are going to go nuts. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, I uh, it's not a coaching problem. I think the Cardinals have personnel problems. But sorry, Bruce Arians is in Tampa Bay. I don't know why I said that. <laughs>
1: No, it's all good. I think their new coach is Cliff Kingsbury. You're
0: probably never my idiot brother. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's, he thinks it's that Bruce Arians still works in Arizona.
1: Yeah. Well, sometimes uh, I think Mike McCarthy's still in Green Bay and then I remember what happened.
0: <laughs> so yeah, I like... I can't keep track. Coaches get fired and moved around so much, I don't even know. All I know is Hugh Jackson's not with the Browns anymore.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the big one.
0: That's, that's the big the one. Big one. Hey, I think yeah. we have time for our week one predictions on this podcast. If you want to go through those, Tyson, how do you feel?
1: Hey, yeah, let's uh, let's let's get to it.
0: Let's go for it. I'm going to be doing this on the fly. I didn't really look at this before, and so I'm going to pull this up on schedule. I'm going to just do these as we go.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, I, I am too because I haven't looked at them.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, this will be good, though. This will be good to go over these. So I've got week one pulled up here. Um, let's go first game. We've got the Packers at Chicago playing the Bears to kick off the season How about you Tyson? What do you think?
1: Yeah, so this is fun because you know, they're the NFL is doing their 100th season It's the NFL 100 and I think it's awesome that they're kicking off the season with the oldest rivalry in the league the two oldest well the Cardinals are older but the, the two second oldest teams the Packers and the Bears yeah, the oldest classic, rivalry, yep. classic matchup. Um, I'm going to go with the Bears. Uh, they're in Chicago. Um, I think the they're going to pick up right where they left off. You know, Pat, that Aaron Rodgers had that hail mary at the end of what was it? The first game they played the Bears their first game last year. Mm-hmm. You know, they kind of came out on top there, but I think the Bears are going to get back on top this year and, and take this first game.
0: I think so. I think it'll be close. I I think the Packers... It's kind of a coin flip for me because Week 1 always has some fluky things happen. But um, I do think the Bears... ...closer than I I think. Discrepancies between the player talent on the two teams. But um, Okay, so the next game is the Falcons and Vikings. Um, this is odd. I, I do feel like the Falcons could win this one. Sometimes the Falcons... Have some hot games at weird times of the year, and and I just think they're going to catch the Vikings off guard at home. So I'm going to go Falcons. But again, that's kind of a coin flip. That's a hard one.
1: That is a hard week one. Week one's I,
0: always hard in general. I feel yeah. like
1: week one's really unpredictable. I'm going to go with you the same here. I I think the Falcons. You know they they do have something to prove. Uh, you know everyone's kind of down on them because of that Super Bowl loss. I think they're going to try to turn it around this season they're going to come in and take this first game against minnesota i think i i feel like minnesota is going to struggle until they prove me wrong that yeah. they are they are still that team that was was good
0: yeah that's true all right take us through the bills and jets bills at new york
1: <laughs> this is the ugliest <laughs> the two, the two, the two ugliest teams in the league.
0: It's an ugly <laughs> uniform matchup for
1: sure. Yeah, the, the Jets and Bills, it's a classic matchup, but it's just so horrible like every time like it'd a bit great
0: in the 90s. They had some good matchups in the 90s, but yeah. not since the 2000s I feel like. Yeah.
1: I'm going to go with the Bills. I think that uh, the Bills just from what I've seen in preseason and uh, you know in my picks I had them flip-flop, but I think the Bills are shaping up to be a better team than the Jets. I thought huh. that
0: the Bills would do too, but I'm actually going to take the Jets on this one so we have a little bit of variety. I I feel like there's a great chance the Bills could come in and, and shock the boys in New Jersey, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with the Jets. I think they'll win this one. Um, but again, that's kind of a, a lame coin toss.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, Redskins-Eagles, I'm going to take the Eagles. I don't think the Redskins will be near prepared enough to come in and shock the Eagles at home in week one. I... I think that they, the Redskins, must feel like they're overmatched already. I'm going to take the Eagles.
1: <laughs> yeah, I agree. I, I'm not going to go with variety on this one because the Eagles are going to win.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, all right, Colts and Chargers. What's your take on this?
1: Ooh, this is a good one. This is this is going to yeah. be a good game, and it's it's hard because um, they're both. I, I see these two teams almost equal. You know, the Colts were not quite as good as the Chargers last year, but I think with everything they've done, um, they're they're right up there with them. I yeah. think that – oh, man. I, I'm going to go with the Colts because I think you're going to pick the Chargers.
0: <laughs> Actually, no. I, I was going to take the Colts. I, I was going to tell you, I feel like the Chargers – almost always have some weird first few games where where they just don't quite get on track. They get hotter in the second half of the season, usually. Um, So if they're going to have a slow start, the Colts is the team to lose to, Um, especially since they have no home field advantage. There's going to be more Colts fans than Chargers fans there. (laughs) So I think the Colts will win that one. I'm with you on that um, Giants and Cowboys. I think the Cowboys will win this one. I I don't think the Giants will be playing as a team well enough. The Cowboys have enough pieces still together from last year that they'll they'll hold it together and win at home. What what are your takes on that one?
1: So this is one. I I agree with you. Um, with all the stuff that's been going on with the with Zeke and Dak, mm-hmm. I could. I could see the Giants slipping one by him in week one. Yeah. Especially if Zeke's not there.
0: Yeah, uh, I wouldn't ask the Giants to be able to do that, especially in week one.
1: Yeah. The the thing is, though, that Cowboys defense is really good. So, I'll, I'll go with variety on this one. I'm going to pick the Giants. Giants.
0: <laughs> All right. Just
1: Perfect. because I think the Cowboys will do better overall, but... Week one's hard, and if, especially if Deke, Dak and yeah got them mixed up. Dak and Zeke are not there. I could see the Giants slipping one by the Cowboys.
0: Yeah. All right. So next, uh, give us your take on the the Lions and the Cardinals. It's the lame <laughs> matchup.
1: Oh my goodness! Some of these. Uh, Lion uh, the Lions are going to win. I don't. You know the Cardinals. It, it'd be it'd be a cool, fun story kyler murray wins his first game but the, i think the lions are gonna win
0: yeah you know? i agree i think patricia and company will come in and beat the cardinals uh cardinals won't be ready kyler murray is gonna take a little getting used to he's a good player but i think there will be a, a little learning curve it'll be like it'll be like uh, darnold last year yeah and uh yeah there's it's gonna be a learning curve lions will take that one Texans at Saints. I think this could be a good game, actually, if the Texans come out uh, firing on all cylinders. However, I have the Saints at thirteen and three, and I don't think the Texans in Week One will be that loss at one of those three losses. So I have the Saints. How about you? Yeah,
1: I agree. The Saints are going to win this game. They're in New Orleans. It's
0: they're strong at home. They have a fat home field advantage.
1: Oh yeah, that crowd is nuts, nuts and they're going to yeah. be they're going to be hungry all year. So Saints That's are going to win.
0: The Saints can win the Super Bowl this year if they stay hungry and angry enough about last year. And That's the kind of thing mm-hmm. NFL Films would center a, a film around, as right, yeah. being upset about that, that call. <laughs> that's, enough to, that's enough to supercharge a team to greatness the next year or so. Yeah. And uh, let's see. Um, Chiefs and Jaguars, what are your take on this?
1: Well, I only have the Chiefs losing two games this year, and I think I said one will be the Patriots and one will be the Chargers. Mm-hmm. So, the Chiefs are. I, I've got to pick the Chiefs to stay consistent.
0: <laughs> I, I think I will too. I think I will too. I, I didn't have the Chiefs as good as you, but I the Jaguars. I mean, last year they came out on fire and fizzled at the after week three or four. But they, they beat the Patriots really early on, and they were looking really good for the first three or four weeks. Um, it'll be. I think it'll be a better game than we think it'll be but yeah. I think the Chiefs will ultimately win it. Um, take us through the Titans and Browns next. I've got uh, <laughs> it's another kind of lame matchup. I think that this is one, you know, the Titans are always a coin flip. They're so unpredictable, but I'm going to take the Browns in this one because they're at home. Um, everyone's excited about them and things will have to go terribly wrong if they slip up and, and don't make it happen. I'll, I'll take the Browns. How about you for this one?
1: Okay. Um, I like that. But for variety's sake, since we're, yeah. since that's a thing.
0: Since it's a coin flip game. <laughs> it's
1: a coin flip game. I'm going to go and I'm going to shoot myself in the foot for this. But I'm going to pick the Titans just despite all those overhyped Browns
0: Yeah, shut them people. up a little
1: bit. Like, the Browns could definitely win this game. But the Titans know that the Browns are overhyped. They know mm-hmm. what kind of what the challenge is. And I don't think the Browns have proven themselves yet, obviously. I, I'm going to go with the Titans just to shake things up on this.
0: Awesome. Now, I'm assuming you don't think that the Ravens are going to be one of the two teams that the Dolphins beat this year. Ravens and Dolphins. What, are, you, are you taking the Ravens on uh, that then? Uh,
1: I am taking the Ravens to to beat the Dolphins in in week 1. I'm I'm saving my one of my two wins for the Patriots and the other one for the Jets.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you think the Bills will beat them both times this year? Yeah. All right. Well, I'll buy you dinner if that happens, remember. <laughs> so you got you've got some good stuff on the line. I'll take the Ravens as well. I don't think that I think that Allen's going to take some getting used to uh in uh in Miami. I don't know if he's going to adjust quickly or not. Probably not. So I'll take the Ravens. Um yeah. Rams and Panthers, this is going to be a great game, uh, especially since they're in Carolina. Um Panthers were hot last year. I'm going to surprisingly take the Panthers on this one. I feel like they'll be hot like they did last year. Okay. I, but I, again, it's kind of a coin flip. I feel it's going to be a good game. So I could see both teams winning, but I'll take the Panthers.
1: Yeah, this is going to be a really good game, especially if the Panthers shape up to be kind of the team you were talking about. Um, yeah. I'm in, I'm going to go with the Rams. Uh, they're they're hungry too. They embarrassed themselves in the yeah, Super Bowl. Yeah,
0: uh, that was an embarrassing Super Bowl. So,
1: yeah, I bet they're they're pretty hungry too. So I'm I'm going to go with the Rams on this one.
0: That's about as close as you can come to being shut out. <laughs> right. The only one closer was the, the Dolphins 24-3 to drop to the Cowboys. I mean, there's only two teams that have ever scored just three points in a Super Bowl, right?
1: Right, And but the thing is, though, the Dolphins did it back when defense was huge, the running game was huge, points yeah. were harder to come by. It's embarrassing for the Rams because they have such a supercharged offense in an age of offense where scoring is a lot easier than it ever has been.
0: They were the team that put up 54 points against the Chiefs in that shootout, and then they put up three points in the Super Bowl. That was a shocking lame Super Bowl last year. We better have a better Super Bowl this year. (laughs) (laughs) Right. All right, take us through the Bengals and Seahawks. This is kind of an easy one, I feel like.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm going with the Seahawks. They're in Seattle. They've got a huge home field advantage. Bengals, eh.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that was (laughs) easy. That's milk toast. 49ers and Buccaneers. I feel like the 49ers are going to actually come in hot and beat the Buccaneers at home week one. This is one of those weird ones where you think the box should win it, but I just have a feeling the Niners will have a good first week. Um, they had a good first week last year too. And then they just, you know, then Jimmy G went down. But anyways, I got Niners for this.
1: Okay. Is Jimmy G set to play week one?
0: I believe he is. I'll have to check on that. um,
1: if Jimmy so that'll G. that'll be
0: a plays, factor, yeah.
1: Yeah. If Jimmy G plays week one, I'm gonna pick the 49ers. If not, I pick the Bucks. But since we're on the air here, I'm gonna go with the 49ers, assuming Jimmy G plays. I'll, okay. I'll go with you on that.
0: Cool. Oh, here's a good game here. Steelers at Patriots. Take us through this one.
1: <laughs> as much <laughs> as I would uh like to see the Steelers win this game. <laughs>
0: Right, and they have been they have been bamboozled by the Patriots so much in the in recent history.
1: I know there's no way. Uh, well, there is a way the Steelers could beat the Patriots. I don't think it'll happen. I think the Patriots will win. Um, and you know, there's some voodoo that always happens to the Steelers too in Foxborough. Yeah, uh, the the Patriots have henchmen everywhere in the stadium. They wake up signals. Wow, They've got yeah. people employees in the opposite team's locker room trying to <laughs> steal playbooks and stuff just kidding right oh
0: my well, goodness so here
1: here's a here's an interesting thing every time Peyton Manning would play in Foxborough he would not speak out loud about the game plan he would always go in a private place and talk to the person he needed to talk to cuz he was paranoid that people were listening that someone was listening -hmm. In Foxborough. Like those
0: New Englanders, man, they'll cheat.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well. well.
0: (laughs) Just kidding. Now we're gonna have a raid after us. Well, there's no just kidding.
1: Sorry, Patriots fan. Sorry,
0: Patriots, just ignore us. We're lowly 49er and Dolphins fans that have been seeing disappointment for a while. So We we Um, love
1: we love Tom Brady, but we don't like the Patriots.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I like Tom Brady. Um all right. Tyson, take us through the Monday night matchup. Broncos at Raiders.
1: Oh, maybe this will be my tie. I picked the <laughs> Broncos and Raiders to tie. So yeah. I'm gonna go out way out on a limb.
0: <laughs> hey, we had we had week one ties. We had week one and two ties last year. So
1: Yeah. I'm gonna go way out on a limb and say this is the Broncos Raiders tie.
0: That is a big limb, but if you get it right, you should win something, I feel like, because that's the bold prediction. A okay, tie you- is always a bold prediction. Um, but I'm going to take the Raiders in this one. I think, that they're, I think that they're a better team than the Broncos, and the Broncos will have a little proving to do to, to shut me up and make me realize. You know. So I, I think this will be one of the Raiders' wins. Um, yeah. yeah, that is if A.B.'s foot's not toasted anymore. No,
1: right, and if yeah. he wears his helmet.
0: If he wears <laughs> his helmet, yeah, if he wears the right helmet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh, man. All right. Well, I think we've reached that time. We are at, we are at the point where I present the honorary football card uh, for the podcast. And I think you're going to like this one. I have a classic. Uh, this comes from the 1997 collection that we got back in the day. But we've got Shane Burton. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Number 75 for the Dolphins sitting in wow.
1: his,
0: his sideline. This that... is a classic card. It always made me laugh when I was a kid. Because I was like, he's just having a good time and they're probably losing 60 to 7. <laughs> right. This was a is... like Jaguars game.
1: No, just kidding. That is a good card. He's he's it's funny because like I remember that card, but I don't remember him doing anything for the I don't
0: Dolphins. If he was a player. Yeah. I I mean it says he had three sacks in ninety six, so he was kind of a he looks like a run of the mill kind of player, but it was just funny because I always remember seeing him in that beanie <laughs> yeah. uh, on the sideline, but that's our card. I thought I'd kick it off with an old funny classic, you know. Yeah. Uh, I like that. I like these are that. good memories coming back seeing these. So that's our that's our card for the week. And uh all right, Tyson, for our listeners who are just joining us for twenty nineteen, will you explain the numbers game to anyone who may not know what that is?
1: Yeah. So what we do at the end of each podcast, we take a random number generator online. And we have it pull up a a number between one and ninety nine and we we say who the player is with that jersey number that first comes to our mind. So whoever so say I say number three, I say babe Ruth. (laughs) Just kidding. So yeah, whoever the jersey number reminds us of, we say that player and then talk about it because it's fun
0: (laughs) i feel i feel like i've got a great number this week i i i got a good number generated it's going to be interesting to see who comes to mind first for you for this number so i don't know who wants to go first guess it doesn't matter because we're not going to remember back to last year who who went first (laughs) right yeah but i brought the card so i think that i think that you should go first so we can hear from you so Or So I'm going to give you the number first because I'm so excited Okay, you come up with and then you give me the number after. How's that?
1: Okay, yeah, that sounds great.
0: Your number this week, and I'm so curious because there's a lot of good candidates for this one. Uh, Who comes to mind first when you hear the number 88?
1: 88? Immediately I think of Michael Irvin.
0: Ah, (laughs) yes.
1: (laughs) So, yeah, he's kind of the number 188 in my mind which leads to des bryant as well because he wore 88 for the cowboys um so after that tony gonzalez he just made it into the hall of fame he was 88 on the chiefs i think
0: wow you haven't named the one that i thought was going to be was going to be named right now there's another 88 that was pretty big historically
1: oh who who was that
0: um, uh, see if you can think of it. I'll give you ten seconds to think.
1: Uh, let's see, eighty-eight. Um uh, Reggie Wayne wasn't eighty-eight, was he? He was eighty-seven.
0: Yeah, he was uh Marvin Harrison was eighty-eight.
1: Oh Marvin Harrison was eighty-eight.
0: But this player, I think, because of because of some certain catches made in some certain games, is a quite an iconic player, and now I think a broadcaster.
1: Uh, Lynn, Lynn Swan. There it
0: is. That's okay. the one. So okay. I, I thought of Michael Irvin. And then Lynn Swan was my second that I thought of. I, I just remember those catches back in Super Bowl 10 on those movies we used to watch. And um I think because of those iconic catches, he's, you know, he's an iconic player. So I thought of Lynn Swan as well.
1: Okay, yeah, uh, that goes takes me way back. I was thinking a little more recent <laughs> 90s early 2000s yeah no that's a good one.
0: Oh, that's good i'm trying to think if there were any other good number 88 let's see oh drew pearson was wasn't drew pearson number 88 for the oh, cowboys
1: yeah. another eight cowboys 88 yeah that's a classic number for them They've that
0: got, is right yeah i think drew pearson was 88 i'm looking it up yeah, yeah he was he was 88 he was.
1: Yeah, and then uh, yeah, Marvin Harrison. I, I thought you know I was thinking Reggie Wayne, but yeah, Marvin Harrison was one that came to mind. Yeah, um,
0: tight end on the on the Packers team that played the Broncos in '97, Bubba Frank.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bubba Franks, that's funny.
0: Oh my gosh! I'm trying to think if there's anyone else. Um, let's see.
1: Uh, more recently, Demarius Thomas wore it for the Broncos. I know. Uh, oh, oh yeah,
0: yeah, Demarius Thomas.
1: Yeah, that's a good. That's a good number.
0: Oh yes, very. That's a classic. I was excited when I got that one. All right, well, I'm ready for your number for me.
1: <laughs> okay, and we may have done this one before, but there are two two really classic. Players that came to my mind first and then one more modern uh so your number is number 20
0: number 20 you know weirdly enough the first person that came to mind was garrison hurst from oh really i don't know why (laughs) he came first because there's so many better candidates i i'm thinking of you know after i think of garrison hurst of all the people i think of uh um Uh, Barry Sanders is a big one, and Ed Reed is the other big twenty that I thought of. Can you think of other big 20s? I don't know why Garrison Hurst came to mind first.
1: Yeah, so yeah, Garrison Hurst. I completely forgot about him. Barry Sanders (laughs) and Ed Reed were the two big ones that I was thinking.
0: Um, Oh, you
1: know.
0: Oh, go ahead, go ahead.
1: Oh, I was just going to say the uh, more modern player that came to mind was Jalen Ramsey on the Jaguars.
0: That's a good one. I think um, a big gap that I probably would not have thought of, unless if I saw a picture on Google, was Brian Dawkins. I didn't even think okay. about him. That's a big one.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he's a good.
0: There's a bunch of good number 20s. 20 is a, 20 is a classic number.
1: Yeah. Rashad Jones and the Dolphins where's it.
0: Number 20. Rondé Barber was number oh, 20, yeah. wasn't he?
1: Yep, he was. Uh, um let's see. Oh. Like, oh uh Mike Singletary going way back.
0: Mike no. Singletary was no, number
1: he 20? Was, he he was fifty.
0: He, he Sorry. was fifty. Oh gotcha. I was like, wait a minute. Was,
1: <laughs> I I'm seeing a Bears 20 jersey for some reason. Bears 20. in my mind. I don't know. It wasn't Mike Singletary, folks. Sorry, he was number 50. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's see. I'll look it up. Number twenty. Oh, they used to have that uh, Prince Amakumara guy back in 1997 or whatever. I don't know if he was that old, but he was. Uh, I don't know. I uh, I know who you're. I've seen a number twenty on the Bears before.
1: Yeah. Uh, I I don't. Yeah. I, I I can't think of it. It's probably yeah. one of. It's probably from an old. Like the more I'm thinking about it, it's probably like a really old football card of a number twenty on the Bears.
0: Probably from like the '97 season or something. Yeah,
1: probably something random like that.
0: I'm just trying to think if we're missing anyone big. Listeners, if you guys think we're missing anyone big that's number twenty, please let us know because we are. I as feels like it's a number that should have more famous people that wear it. <laughs>
1: yeah and there probably are. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm sure there are. We'll keep thinking, but for now, I think that does it for the numbers game.
1: <laughs> it does. Well, it's good to be
0: back. Good to be back. Uh Tyson, if you were to pick uh three teams that you're most excited to watch for the 2019 season, just before we head out, let us know which three teams you're most stoked about.
1: So, the three teams that I'm most excited to watch curious this year?
0: about, Yeah.
1: So, I'm excited to see the Chiefs. I'm excited to see the Eagles. And I'm excited to see the Chargers, actually. I nice. think that that, that division is going to be one of the most exciting between the Chiefs and
0: Chargers. So, Absolutely. I've got some weird teams. I am I'm anxious to see, as odd as this is, they're usually so boring. I'm anxious and curious to see how the Jets will do this year. <laughs> After all the hype, I'm curious to see how the Browns will do this year because okay. there's been so much talk about those two teams but they haven't done anything yet you, you know Yeah. so I'm curious to see if they'll back it up or if they'll just continue to be miserable failures but <laughs> yeah and then the third team I'm excited about of course is the Panthers that we were talking about earlier I want to see if they're actually going to be good or bad this year because well, well we won't know till we know and we won't know till the till the foot hits the weather and 2019's underway but Man, Tyson, thank you for joining me today. This is fun to get this back on the air.
1: <laughs> it, is, it is fun, and I'm, I'm excited for that fall weather and the, the pigskin to get out there and get tossed
0: around. <laughs> Absolutely, man. We're so on board. It's going to be good. Hey, guys, tune in to this podcast. Again, this is the Direct Snap Dads podcast. Be sure to subscribe. Leave us a good review on iTunes. Heaven knows we need them. <laughs> all nine of our listeners, we are grateful for you guys. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> awesome and, man.
1: And I've totally forgot our Twitter. I totally forgot our email. So if you're trying to if you're trying to contact us, think again. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> Listen to an old podcast because I don't that's, remember.
0: That's the old podcast. It seems like the Twitter handle was like at direct. Snap, dads. Oh, no, it was at dads. It was, it was dads. dads. Snap.
1: Something it was something like weird.
0: At yeah. dads. Snap. So you guys be sure to tweet us. I don't even check Twitter anymore. Heck, I, I even... think this is <laughs> <up> and <in. laughs> If you know us, reach out. Otherwise, you can't find us. <laughs> <laughs> right. Thank right. you guys for listening. Hopefully, we'll catch you next time. We're excited for another great year of football. We'll see you guys later.